What's up guys welcome to Professor Reddit. This is your host Awace. This podcast is about all sorts of stories. Stories about people's day-to-day lives, problems and incidents. Okay let's get started. Enjoy. Story 1. Am I the asshole for telling my stepdaughter to go ask her real dad when she asked me to pay for her plane tickets? I married my wife Elias 12 years ago. She has a 16 year old daughter, Anna, from her previous relationship and we have a 7 year old son as well. From pretty much the beginning of our relationship, Anna and I have never gotten along. I don't know how to emphasize that it is not because of a lack of trying. She just does not like me. When she was young she was just scared of me and afraid I'd tear their family apart. Nowadays it's more of a neutral dislike rather than strong antipathy, so I suppose that's progress. Elise is a stay-at-home mother, so she relies on me for income. As a result, I pay for everything for Anna. Food. Clothes. Volleyball fees. Field trips. I take an interest in her hobbies. I go to her games. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I try my damn hardest to be the stepfather I can. But it's so hard. Always giving me curt one-word responses. Always having to have an attitude. She does things to get a rise out of me. Staying out late reeking of booze. Always trying to sneak boys in. Typical rebellious stuff. But I always let her know I love her, and I'm there for her in hopes of her shithead teenager phase pasts. The opposite is true for her biological father. She adores him. Can't tell you why. He never goes to her games, always makes excuses for why he doesn't want to see her. He forgot her birthday last month and she cried herself to sleep. Well anyways, Friday, I came to her room to check her phone and read her messages. Not a permanent thing, but she's been caught sneaking out twice in the last month so this is her punishment. I ask for the phone. She says no, I'm tired of you checking my shit, leave me alone. I tell her I'm not asking again, and she goes just fuck off already. You're not my real dad. You never have been. Stop acting like you can tell me what to do before getting up and slamming the door. Like I said guys, I'm tired. Tired of the bland and disrespect. Of being the verbal punching bag, while still providing more for her than anyone else in her family. We haven't really talked since until this morning during breakfast. She asked if I could pay for her plane tickets so she could see her boyfriend cross state. Like I said, her mom doesn't work and her dad is a pose so I normally would be the one to cough up the money. Not this time. I responded go ask your real dad. I could tell she was hurt. Tears swelled up from her face and she excused herself from the table. My wife took me aside later and said my comment was extremely disrespectful. I said if anything's disrespectful, it's her treating me like a doormat and a credit card, and I will no longer tolerate this treatment in my house. I told her we don't have to be friends, but if she can't at least be cordial to me, or respect my position as an authority figure, she can find someone else to pay for her non-essentials. Ater? Edit. Just adding a TLDR at the request of a comment. My stepdaughter continuously disrespects me and my authority. She told me that I'm not a real dad. Later on, she asked me to buy her tickets, and I told her to go ask her real dad am I the asshole? And to add more context, my wife is a saint. She does stick up for me when Anna says something rude or snarky. She just said stooping to her level was inappropriate. But she's a wonderful mom and tries her best. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA, but you barely mentioned your wife, her mother. 
why is she not handling this with her daughter? You've been in her daughter's life since she was four, as step dad, and your wife has continued to let this fester? She's continued to let her daughter disrespect you and continued to mislead her daughter about her father's true character. This is all kinds of wrong. NTA. Maybe your daughter can have a first-hand look at how much words can hurt. I think you should go to her, apologize, never mind the fact she doesn't deserve it. You're the adult, be the bigger person, and set firm, fair, and strict rules about behavior going forward. Tell her what you told us, that you don't have to be friends, but you need her to respect your authority and at least be cordial to each other. Maybe ask her why she doesn't like you. Ask if there's anything you can do to support her better. And most importantly, remind her that you love her and will be there for her. Teenage girls are hard man. Keep trying. A decade from now, she'll be grateful that you chose the high road. Esh. She's the bratty teenager, not you. Also, please for the love of god don't look through your teen's phones. That's not going to help shit. They're just going to get better and better at hiding things from you. Now story 2. Enjoy. Am I the asshole for filing charges against my roommate and suing her for my hospital bill? This happened several years ago. I was a 20f and in college. I was living with my two best friends. One of them was moving out so that she could move in with her boyfriend. I placed an ad looking for another roommate. That's how I met Erin. Before she moved in she informed me that she was vegetarian, but she wouldn't have a problem if other roommates weren't. She moved into our apartment a month later. The next day, after she moved in she cooked breakfast for us. I was surprised. We didn't ask her to and by her own words she wanted to do something nice. She had made pancakes, bacon strips and hash browns. I'm deathly allergic to few things. So, I immediately asked her what was in the food, but I didn't mention my allergies. Huge mistake. She listed the ingredients and I didn't find anything I was allergic to. Edit. She told me it was regular bacon. Not that it was fake bacon, or that it had soy. I start eating and everything tastes a little off. I try the bacon and definitely something is wrong. At this point, she does a tada and smugly told us I bet it tastes exactly like meat. I'm freaking out now. I told her I'm severely allergic to soy and asked her whether there was any soy. Now she is apologizing and says she didn't know and that she is sorry she lied and blah blah. I'm experiencing anaphylactic shock, throat closing up, dizzy, the works. My best friend freaks out and calls an ambulance. I had to stay in the hospital for two days. With the US healthcare, the ambulance plus my hospital stay racked up a lot of money. Money that I didn't have. In the meantime, I also filed a complaint with the police. Food tampering is a felony. I had a lucky break. My best friend had filmed the breakfast to post it on Instagram and she got the whole thing in video. In the end Erin had to plead guilty to some low degree of felony. She didn't get any jail time but got community service. Once she was found guilty, I sued her for the hospital fees. I won that one too. I did all the legal things under the advice of my uncle's friend who is a lawyer. He said something about how it will be easy to sue if she had a guilty charge. I also did not have any contact with Erin during any of this under the advice of my lawyer. Erin's scholarship was cancelled and she had to drop out. She also went into dent paying medical fees. I saw her on Facebook few days ago and she is still down on her luck. I guess a felony charge makes it very hard, no matter how small the charge was. 
I know she is the asshole for lying about food. I wanna know whether I'm the asshole for everything I did after. Because bottom line is, I basically screwed a person's life because they put wrong ingredients on breakfast that they made only to do something nice. Edit, you guys are bitching, like as if I wrote the law on food tampering, or like I was the pages who decided what charges to file or like as I, if I was the judge slash jury that gave the verdict. This is a snore fest. Throwing the throwaway account. You guys can keep whining all you want, but that doesn't change the verdict. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. I feel like Esh. It does seem like she was trying to trick you into eating meat substitute, which is a rotten thing to do, but I also think it was your responsibility to ask, does this have soy slash other substances to which you are allergic? Explicitly or to otherwise inform her or anyone else who prepares food you're going to eat that you have life-threatening allergies. Esh. Her for pushing her vegetarian agenda onto you, if you are correct about her being smug. And you for not speaking up about your debilitating food allergies. That is on you. That should be the first thing you mention if someone you just met is serving you food. My sister has food allergies as well, and that is something she always says when someone offers her a snack. TBH something isn't adding up though. It a big time. So, I immediately asked her what was in the food, but I didn't mention my allergies. Huge mistake. You admit it here yourself. It's your mistake. You didn't disclose your deathly allergies. It is your responsibility to inform anyone if you are severely allergic to any ingredient. I bet you anything she would have immediately told you what was in the food had you been responsible enough to tell her of your allergies. How you won these court cases is beyond me, and I feel deeply sorry for Erin. Now story 3. Enjoy. Would I be the asshole for hiding a family heirloom so my dad can't give it to his fiance? My great grandmother was an exceptional embroiderer. She would cover massive canvases. She never taught me. I taught myself later in life, but I loved seeing her work when we went to her house. She died when I was 14. A few years ago, my grandmother gave our family one of her final pieces for Christmas. It's been hanging in the stairway ever since. Last year my father started dating this horribly toxic woman, who in 6 months had destroyed my dad's relationships with all his children, grandchildren. In March, he abandoned the family home to my brother and I, we've been paying the mortgage, and then rent the last few years long story, to try and help him keep it, we've been working all summer to clean it put, before we move out in 2 weeks. I figured I'd take the picture. I embroider too, it's been kind of special to me. But two nights ago my father shows up at the house saying he wants to give it to his girlfriend. Cause he thinks it goes with the decor at her cabin. I said I wanted it. And he said no. It was his to do what he wanted with it. He left it here though. Would I be the asshole for taking it anyway? It's my family too. And the piece means something to me. He just thinks it would look nice in the girlfriend's cabin. I know my dad will be pissed if it disappears. And I have places to keep it till I move. But... Do I have a right to take it, or am I just being petty? Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. You are an AH, if you take it. But listen, sometimes it's necessary to be an AH this is one of those times. Take it and hide it now. NTA. Your grandmother gave it to your family, not to your father alone. I'd say that this gives you, your father and your brother equal say over what happens to it. 
This means that you and your brother get to outvote your father if you do not want a family heirloom to be offered up as a trinket to somebody who never met your grandmother. Actually, given that your dad abandoned the family home, leaving the embroidery behind, I would argue that he forfeited any right to a say on its fate. Ask yourself what your grandmother would say if she was here. Would she want you to have it or your father's fiancé, NTA? Sometimes we need to save family items from going outside the family. You and your brother need to explain to him that this is important to you, that it stay with the family, girlfriend's cabin be damned. But hide it first. Now story 4. Enjoy. Am I the asshole for cutting my elderly parents off financially after they kicked out my gay brother? Throw away because a lot of my friends use Reddit. I'm a 24 year old software engineer originally from an Arab Muslim country. I moved to the United States with my parents when I was 5 years old and my younger brother was born here. He is now 16. A year ago, my brother came out to me as gay. It wasn't a surprise to me, I've always been very close to my brother. We grew up in a majority white town and my brother was picked on frequently as a kid for being Arab and on top of that he's always been very shy and quiet, so I was the number one person my brother confided in while growing up. I've known he was gay for years, but I'll let him tell me when he felt comfortable. When he told me I was obviously completely supportive. I told him I would always love him and support him, and I couldn't wait to see my brother-in-law someday, jokingly. My brother cried and hugged me. Our parents, however, are very very homophobic. I know you guys in America have experience with homophobia too, but trust me when I say you have no idea the extent of it in fundamentalist Muslim countries. My parents are in their 70s and are both retired. They spent most of their careers back in their home countries and never built any savings in America due to financial strains. We live in their house, but I'm the primary breadwinner and I make good money as a software engineer. My job isn't one that requires me to be physically at work, so I have fortunately avoided any negative financial effects from the pandemic. Yesterday, my brother decided to come out to our parents. Obviously, this wasn't an impulse decision but something he spent a lot of time deliberating over. Our parents did not react well. They refused to have anything to do with him anymore and disowned him. Not only that, they kicked him out of their house. He's been staying with one of his friends. My parents refused to change their minds no matter what, and knowing the traditions of the people around us where we came from, I do not think they ever will. In response, I told my parents I will no longer be financially supporting them. I've contacted some apartment companies and have decided to move out with my brother. I make good money, so I can afford a two-bedroom apartment for us no problem. I did not think this would be a controversial move, but our relatives, even those in America, have been blowing up my phone telling me I'm an asshole for cutting off my elderly parents during a pandemic. My response is they kicked my brother out during a pandemic. I'm not leaving him on the streets no matter what, but even more so during a pandemic. So Reddit, am I the asshole? TL, Dr. Elderly Muslim parents have kicked out my gay brother, in response I cut them off financially. Now you heard the post, here are the replies of readers. NTA, if they can kick your 16 year old brother out during a pandemic, you can get out of there too. It's not like you're kicking them out of their home, you're just leaving. They couldn't expect you to live with them and support them forever, especially if they are going to pick and choose when their own children deserve their love. 
NTA why should you be expected to love and provide for them unconditionally when they have made it very clear that they aren't willing to do the same for their children? They decided family does not mean enough for them to even try and work something out. Don't come crying when your children respond in kind. If you weren't straight they would have reacted the exact same way, and I bet nobody, except super homophobic people, would expect you to care for them then. NTA. They had to know you'd react like this. I've spent some time in Muslim countries, so I know how deep homophobia can be, but you guys have been here in the US for some time now. They can't have assumed you would cut him off. Even if they couldn't support him being gay, they shouldn't have made him homeless in a pandemic. Let some of those angry relatives support them now.